You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Thursday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade. Excited to be back for another show today, and we have a great episode coming at you because we are joined today by Caden Crawford, a three-star commit out of Kansas, joining the Iowa Hawkeyes in the class of 2022. And this episode, though, is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And like I said, we've got Caden Crawford on the show. After we do the interview with him, we're then going to go in to talk a little bit about uh, some of the news that's come out over the last day or two, and then talk a bit about the transfer portal as well. So that's all coming up on segment number three. But segment one and segment two is going to be all Caden Crawford. So with that being said, let's turn our attention to the second commit in the class of 2022, Caden Crawford. All right, y'all, I'm honored to be joined here by the second commitment in the class of 2022. We have Caden Crawford on the line out of Kansas. Caden, how's it going, man? Um, doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's, uh, it's good. It's Friday here. Uh, you are the most recent commitment in the Iowa Hawkeye class of 2022. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that, man. How does it feel to be Thank a you. Hawkeye? Oh, it feels amazing. Just... Uh... Ever since I've committed, just everyone from the Hawkeye family has been very supportive and encouraging, and I, I'm just really grateful for that. Yeah, man, it's uh, you'll find it's a very passionate fan base. Uh, I yeah. know I, I reached out to you and you said I'd come on. I was like, wait a sec, you're probably dealing with a lot of people reaching out to you right now. I wanted to give you a little bit of a break. So how has the last couple of weeks been for you? Oh, it's been really good. Um, I mean, like the first few, like two or three days, uh, my phone was just blowing up, like nonstop. <laughs> I just, I literally had to turn it on, like, do not disturb because it was just buzzing. But uh, it's calmed down a lot now. Um, I mean, I still get a few stuff from people, like, asking me questions and stuff, but it's, it's been pretty good. I love it, man. And it sounds like from everything I read, you haven't actually made a visit up to Iowa City yet, correct? Correct. And you wanted to wait till Aaron was able to go up? Yeah, that's correct. Um, we were supposed to, I was wanting to go two weekends ago when he had state wrestling, but he had state and we were wanting to go together. And so since I've committed, my sister actually plays for KU. And so um, their volleyball season, they're still playing. And so, like, we'll wait till after March because my parents want to come up with me and they're kind of watching her. So I think more towards April is when I'll finally be uh, be able to get up to Iowa City and uh, go see everything. I love it, man. Yeah, Iowa City is a beautiful place, an amazing campus. You're going you're gonna to really love it. And you mentioned the fact that your mm-hmm. sister plays at KU. You have mm-hmm. several family members that actually played at Kansas State. So mm-hmm. what was that like in that decision-making process? Were they supportive of not picking K-State? What was that like? Um, yeah, a lot of them, they were, they were really wanting me to go to K-State, but they, they weren't going to be mad at me wherever I picked because they knew it was like wherever I thought I was best, they would be happy for me to go there. They were just really supportive of me. Obviously, I think it hurt them a little bit not going to K State, but uh, I think they they're still happy, pretty happy for me. Yeah, I mean, I might be biased, but I think you made the right <laughs> choice there. You also had offers from Minnesota, Nebraska, and Oklahoma State. So, mm-hmm. what stood out to you specifically? I know you've talked about this a bit, but what stood out to you mm-hmm. specifically about Iowa over those schools? Um, just my relationship with uh, Coach Bell and Aaron. Um, talking with Coach Bell all the time, he's He's a really straight up guy, won't ever BS you. He's always telling you everything, the facts, like like my film every week. He'd be telling me if I need to do this or whatever. He sees me. And I just really like that. Um, I really like the program, how no one 
if you come in as a five star, if you come in as a one star, everyone's treated the same. There's no special treatment. Um, you got to go put the work in. Um, and then it's really the family. Like they really produce a lot of players. And like, I just think the development and the program kind of really stood out. I mean, all the schools off me were great. Um, loved all the coaches, but I just thought what really stood out was um, the development and my uh, relationship with uh, coach bell. Definitely very nice of you to say that about Nebraska. I maybe wouldn't be mm -hmm. saying that, but no, I'm just giving, giving you crap, man. Uh, you mentioned the development with Kelvin Bell, and mm -hmm. what has he been saying? What are some of the things that he thinks you should be working on as you prepare to go to Iowa in a couple of years? Um, he really likes how uh, versatile I am. Like, I'm, I play linebacker in high school. I play outside linebacker, and I'm obviously going to move to defense spin once I get there. But he just likes how well I move for my size and then I, uh, like, make a lot of plays like across the field down, like I follow the play. I'm not, um, I don't really give up on plays. I take pride in that. I always try and make every play. He uh, just basically, I'm not really used to putting a hand in the dirt and going, like if I go off the edge, I'll usually go in a two-point stance. So he wants to see a little bit of that. But um, just continue to work, get more explosive, faster, put on a little bit more muscle for my senior year. And then he's just, uh, that's, that's really about it. Love man, I see you're rocking the mm -hmm. Iowa hoodie. I love that. How much uh, how much yep. Iowa clothing have you gotten in the last couple of weeks, man? Um, well, I got a t-shirt whenever they first offered me, and then I just got this like a week after I committed, but that's really it. I don't have anything else. So <laughs> that's awesome, man. And do you, did you have mm -hmm. a favorite college football team going into uh before recruiting, I should say? Um, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this, but growing it's, it's up, it's okay to not be Iowa. Yeah, yeah. When I grew up, I was an uh, Oklahoma fan, Sooners fan, because most of my family's from Oklahoma. But once, once school started offering me, I was kind of like, "All right, now I gotta, I can't just be biased and stuff. I gotta look at every school that's uh, interested in me." So, yeah, it makes sense. I would say this though: mm -hmm. out of all schools you could have possibly said as your favorite school, Oklahoma's probably the one that Iowa fans can get behind. Uh, you know, George Kittle's dad was coached there for a little bit. Bob mm -hmm. Stoops. Iowa guy as well so I mean I, I feel mm -hmm. like you picked probably the best school to be a fan of that's not Iowa, at least <laughs> yeah I love yeah, it, man so you're pretty mm -hmm. close with Aaron uh it sounds mm -hmm. like how has that relationship developed um how big of an impact was that on your recruiting experience as well oh he was huge um as soon as I got offered I think the day or the next day he texted me and said he's really excited about me he watched my film and like we've been pretty much texting since so it's been like six months I think we've been talking and it's been weekly i mean the past like two or three months we pretty much have talked every day and i mean i just can't be more grateful for everything he uh he's like told me he's talked to me all about iowa because he grew up in iowa as an iowa fan all the history and stuff about the program and then all the positives and uh negatives too about iowa and it's, he's just been uh really helpful and appreciative for that yeah, sounds like a pretty good advocate. And how have you – are mm -hmm. you looking to try to pass that forward, right? Are you trying to look to bring other guys to Iowa City? And if so, who are you talking to right now? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I've already uh, I've already started. I've talked to um, Dominique Orange, who's from North Kansas City. I grew up with him. We played AAU basketball together. Talked to Nick Herzog, who uh, goes to Blue Valley. Um, I talked to Eli Rodon, the tight end from uh, – I think Lawrence. it's Val – yeah, Valley. Yeah, yep. And then – I think that's it. I might have talked to one more person, but I think that's it. 
All right, I need to quickly pause the conversation with Caden. We'll get back to that in just a second, but I got to tell you about rockauto.com because it is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for all of your auto and body part needs from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and the prices you prefer. The prices are phenomenal there. I saved $50 by buying my engine air filter at rockauto.com as opposed to the brick and mortar store. So right now, go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Pukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast at. Now let's turn our attention back to our conversation with Caden right now. I like it, man. We'll keep it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep building that class. I think you already got a pretty strong mm-hmm. foundation with you and Aaron. Um, mm-hmm. As far as you talk about basketball a little bit, having some, you know, people that you played with AAU and, and the AAU circuit mm-hmm. and whatnot. What other sports do you play outside of football? I know Iowa loves to find the guys who uh, play multiple sports, man. So I play football, basketball. Um, I power lift because I have power lifting in Kansas, and then I run track too. And you got first in bench press, right? Yeah, I got first at state and bench, and then second in, uh, second in clean and third in squat, and then I got second overall. That's great. What was your, uh, what was your max mm-hmm. bench and, and squat and, and press? So I benched 330, which, I mean, it was all right. It wasn't what I was looking for, but I still got first. So that was good. And then on squat, I got 450 and missed 500. And then on clean, I cleaned 300. That's amazing. If I could mm-hmm. bench over 200, I'd be happy. So and you're, uh, you're still in high school, man. So congratulations. I know you got a lot of work to mm-hmm. do. Um, do you have any mm-hmm. goals as far as weightlifting goes? What is your goal to before you get into Iowa City? Because that weightlifting program is, is renowned, man. So what are your yeah. goals before you even get there? I mean, I've set, I've like, uh, I put it like a notes list on my iPhone. Like I set goals every year for weightlifting and stuff. So this year, I mean, I just try and set them super, super high. So even if I don't get them, I'm still happy. So I set a 600 squat, uh, 350 clean and a 405 bench. That's amazing. Well, good luck mm-hmm. with that. Sounds like you got a pretty amazing <laughs> work ethic. Uh, sounds like mm-hmm. the COVID pandemic, you use that as an opportunity as well to really yep. work on yourself because that was, that was an interesting mm-hmm. time. That's a time where people who are not motivated are not going to be able to build themselves and people who are, are going to be able to take another step above. Um, how did you use the pandemic to your advantage? And I know it's a weird way to say it, but what did you do basically mm-hmm. to get better during an off time? It kind of, um, it gave me a lot of free time because our school, we weren't in school like seven or eight hours a day. So I pretty much like would wake up and then I'd eat and then I'd go, I have a weight set in my garage and I pretty much was lifting every day, six or seven times a week. And just doing that repetitive over two or three months helps you out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was really, really helpful for me. I even built a platform so I could do cleans off of and stuff with droppable weights. And I think just, um, like I kind of just thought of it as like there's it's going to be a while before you can get back into the school and like actual program and lifting and so you can either sit and do nothing and it's not going to help you at all so I like knew I had to get to work because I knew other dudes were probably doing the same thing so I had to get a jump on everyone and just try and work as hard as I could absolutely man I love that I love the fact that you built um pieces of equipment to make sure you could do all the, the lifts you wanted to do so going into your senior football season what are your goals for your last year of high school football 
Um, I just want to help keep building our high school program and kind of leave the legacy. And for the younger kids in our school, I mean, I just kind of want to be a leader to them and have them look up to me. And I, I want them to be better than me. Um, just like keep working hard and be motivational, all the uh, underclassmen. I love men. All right. And a couple of things I just want to focus on Hayden Crawford, the person, what do you like to do outside of football? Um, really like, I just like being outside. Like I'll go fishing all the time. And since it's spring, it's starting to open up. So uh, I'm going to be excited for that. I, I like going hunting a lot, real, uh, real big deer hunter. I'm starting to get into duck hunting a little more. Um, usually every summer we go camping. Um, my grandparents own a cabin in New Mexico. So my grandparents would like go and stay at the cabin and we'd go out to, uh, and go camping out in the woods on a, um, campground. And so I like doing that. We didn't get to go this year because of COVID, but, um, just really anything outside being outside doing stuff. Like I'll go outside, play basketball, really anything outside is, uh, what I like to do. I love man. What part of New Mexico? Um, Red River, New Mexico. It's, it's like the Northern part of New Mexico on the, so it's like the bottom half of the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, kind of by Taos. Yeah, by Taos, like thirty minutes away. No, see, I actually live in Denver, so I'm pretty familiar with uh, with the area. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what are you planning on studying when you get to Iowa? Or do you know yet? Um, right now, I'm planning business. Nice. And then, are mm-hmm. you planning on enrolling early? Yes, that's actually the plan right now. I've been talking with uh, Coach Barnes about it, and uh, all my high school counselors, and my high school coaches, and that's the plan right now for me to graduate early. That's awesome, man. If there's one thing you wanted <laughs> Iowa fans to know about you, what would it be? Um, that just I'm a really hard worker and I'm very humble. I don't like being boastful and cocky. Like I won't go out and like if someone tries to talk to me, I won't just be like too cool for them. Like, like if people on my Twitter will send me a DM, usually I'll respond to them. I'm not going to like try and not respond. I'm going to try and like talk to his, if a kid asks for advice, I'll try and talk to as many people as I can and give them that advice. That's amazing, man. Yeah. I mean, I can personally mm-hmm. attest to that. You were in the midst of committing to Iowa, probably getting a ton of DMs. And I just slid into your DMs and said, Hey man, you want to come on the show? And you're like, yeah, I'll come on. So yeah. I, can, I can personally attest that man. Well, Kaden, um, I know it took mm-hmm. up a little bit of your time. It is a Friday. Uh, how much more of your mm-hmm. basketball season do you have left? We actually lost, uh, we lost in the playoffs on Wednesday. So Sore subject then. I shouldn't have even said anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. ended it right there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I just started up track yesterday, so I just got right right into the next sport so that's crazy and what do you do for i'm assuming you're like a thrower um actually my fresh we didn't have track last year but my freshman year i ran the 400 and the 200 and so my dad's really want me to run that so we'll see how that goes but yeah i'm gonna throw this year too that wait so what do you run the 400 and the 200 in um my freshman year i ran like a 40 or not a 47 uh 57 400 and then it was like a 23-200, i think or something like that moving and grooving for a defensive end man i love it <laughs> yeah Awesome, yeah, Caden. Yeah. Well, anything you want to say mm-hmm. before we drop off the show? Um, I just uh, thank you for uh, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Of course, man. Happy talking mm-hmm. to you, Caden. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Yep. All right. Sounds great. All right. That is the end of the conversation. Again, thank you so much to Caden for coming on the show. Had a blast chatting with him. As I hope you all noticed, he is going to be a phenomenal addition to the Iowa Hawkeye family. Really excited to see him in the black and yellow and see what he can do in Kinnick Stadium. But I do got to tell you about betonline.ag, the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Betonline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television. Real-time updated odds and props and almost anything you can imagine betonline.ag has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up today 
Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. That's right. Go to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. And we've been telling you all about Built, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. If you tried them before, now though, it's time to figure out which is the Built Bar that is the best. It is Built Bar Madness, and today's matchup is Mint Brownie versus Coconut Puff, and I've been telling you about Mint Brownie for a while, one of my favorite flavors. You've got to try it out if you have not already. So if you are passionate about which Built Bar is the best, which Built Bar you love the most, which flavor is phenomenal and above and beyond everything else that Built Bar has, go to BuiltBar.com or go to at bar underscore built on Twitter and place your vote. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Order. That is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar ever. And are you ready for the NFL draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikema and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast at. Now let's get into the remaining part of the show. A couple things I wanted to cover. We're going to talk about the transfer portal, but two big things came out today. Um, First and foremost, we'll get to the fact that Iowa is going to be now allowing fans in the stands. According to Iowa's website, there will be at 50% capacity at outdoor venues, but not indoor venues. And apparently Kinnick Stadium is still under consideration. So that means soccer, baseball, those are sports uh, potentially track and field, although I don't think we have any meets in Iowa City this year for the rest of the year. But those are sports you should be able to go attend now with 50% capacity. So uh, slowly getting to that spot, we'll be able to maybe have some some fans in Kinnick Stadium and make that experience good once again. Also, big time news for wrestling. Caleb Young is returning um, officially. The only senior in that starting lineup for the Iowa wrestling squad, Michael Kremer, has not officially committed either way. Sounds like they're still talking to him, trying to figure out what is the best option for him. If he returns, that is absolutely huge for this Iowa team, a team that should be ranked number one going into next season as well as all other seniors have announced they are returning, including Jaden Ironman, Spencer Lee, and Austin DeSanto. And we talked a little bit about transferring on the show yesterday uh, with C.J. Frederick. There's still some rumors out there. Obviously, Kentucky sites are dropping those rumors left and right. Again, I just want to reiterate that this is nothing coming from a credible source. They are not. They're saying rumblings around here, and we heard... Well, they have, unless they're hearing directly from CJ, they don't really have a good source. I think at this point, when you look at the articles they're writing, they are writing articles saying, here's guys we could go get. As if Kentucky can just land anyone in the country. They can't. They can try, but they can't. They're not going to be able to land every single guy in the country. I think it's just pure speculation. Um, CJ Frederick being a Kentucky guy, I, I can't imagine that he would actually. I don't know. I can't imagine him actually transferring. I guess it's still on the table. We'll find out more if he ever does actually enter the transfer portal. Um, better to do it sooner rather than later because spots are getting swapped up or uh, sp- you know taken up pretty quickly. But that does lead me to my next thing. When I look at Iowa's roster, if we assume Joe Wieskamp is gone, they have one recruit coming in, Peyton Sanford. That allows for two additional scholarships. And unlike when we had Riley Till and we gave a scholarship to Riley Till, I don't see a guy on the roster, a walk-on, who 
would get a scholarship at this point. They're not going to be providing any key minutes down the stretch. So to me, that shows that I was going to be in the market for two transfers. And when I look at this lineup, if Joe Wieskamp is gone, this is a much better defensive lineup. It's a much more athletic lineup, but it's not as great of a shooting lineup. Jack Nungie, a guy who could probably hit 35% from three. CJ Frederick obviously can hit 50% from three. I think Perkins can develop an outside outside shot. I know Keegan Murray can certainly shoot the ball pretty well. And Patrick McCaffrey also is working on that outside shot, but it won't be anywhere near what we've seen so far for the Hawks. So what does that mean for Iowa? Well, again, it means they need two people. And right now, at the center position, you are relying on Jack Nungy, who just tore some ligaments and will be re, you know rehabbing and trying to get back for next year. You also have Josh Ogundale, who was out of shape coming into this season and didn't get a lot of minutes, although he did get you know one minute against Kofi Kilburn and handled himself well, more of a defensive stopper. But with Jack Nungy's injury history and the fact that you haven't really seen a lot of Josh, there there isn't really a lot of depth at that that big man position now. What I think is interesting is if you look at what Oregon did with six guys all between six foot five or five guys between six foot five and six foot six in their starting lineup, they were able to beat Iowa despite not having that height. And to me, that could bode well for Iowa looking at some some maybe smaller big men. Not by smaller I mean like six foot eight. So Race Thompson from Indiana just recently entered the transfer portal. That could be a target. Um, we've also seen uh, John Harar from Penn State enter the transfer portal. Uh, he was a rebounding machine. Um, that could be a little bit more of a small ball lineup that can still uh, be effective. Uh, you know, not necessarily having the Luka Gars there, but if you have Jack Nunji and Josh Ogundale along with those guys, that is a pretty solid rebounding group. Um, Liam Robbins is a guy who I'm kind of interested in. He transferred to Minnesota. He has not entered the transfer portal. So here I am speaking about how people are speculating with CJ Frederick and I'm offering up other guys who haven't actually transferred yet. But Liam Robbins went to Minnesota because, uh, in part because he wanted to play Big Ten basketball, in part because I believe his uncle is an assistant there. His uncle getting looks at going to Iowa State. Um, regardless, there's a chance that he might be entering the transfer portal wherever he ends up. I mean, he would be a huge enforcer for Iowa as a defensive person. Uh, so those are some guys. But the only guy Iowa's really been linked to is Jack Nolan, a three-point specialist out of a D3 school. And I watched about 10 minutes of Jack Nolan's tape, and he is definitely a great shooter. They ran a lot of screens to get him open with catch-and-shoot looks. Um, didn't see a lot of him driving to the basket. So from that perspective, great to have a shooter. But um, I, I think... Maybe not what we necessarily – it would be great to have someone who can maybe shoot maybe just a little bit less threes but can also drive to the basket as well. Um, that's my thought. So I think from Iowa's perspective, they have a gluttony of of small forward, big wing type of players. They have multiple point guards. kind of depends on how much you trust Joe Toussaint, um, Aaron, and then we have potentially Connor McCaffrey, although I think Connor – I think it would be interesting to see if Connor comes back. With tearing the two labrums, he has a better career in baseball. And at some point, you've got to make a decision about what's best for your long longevity in terms of professional sports. So Connor McCaffrey might not even be back. But I think the one spot Iowa does have a gluttony of is at that small forward spot. Now, at the shooting guard spot, you have C.J. Frederick. you got Tony Perkins. I liked what I saw from Tony Perkins. But I think adding another guy in that mix could be really huge for Iowa. Just a guy who can get to the basket, but preferably, you know, a a three-point shooter. Again, Jack Nolan, a guy who can come off screens. Um, But I'd like to see a little bit more 
versatility in his offensive game, and then obviously a big man. So what are you going to do with those two transfers? Typically, people aren't going to transfer in unless they're going to get starting minutes. So that'll be something as well to watch out for as Iowa does probably need to explore that transfer market. As more news comes up, as more rumors come up as far as who Iowa is targeting and what you know what kind of position they are targeting, we're obviously going to cover that here. But again, that'll do it for the show. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Caden Crawford, a great kid um, all around. Make sure to go follow him on Twitter as well and show him the love. And if you like the show, make sure to give us that five-star review and subscribe wherever you downloaded this podcast app. And as always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hawkeye Nation, I appreciate you tuning in. We have a fantastic episode tomorrow with Jarek Andruski of Hawkeye Headquarters. He's going to be joining the show and helping us break down the Iowa women's basketball game against UConn that's going to be taking place on Saturday. So stay tuned for that. Again, Hawkeye Nation, thank you all for tuning in. Have a fantastic Thursday, and let's go Hawks.